In 2022, stocks and bonds are down about 20%. But do you know how it has affected your retirement plans? Why not let Oceanic Capital Management Financial Planners create you a plan, including when to take Social Security and how to invest for success? Normally, these plans can cost thousands of dollars, but right now you can get yours for under 500 So make a resolution to get back on track and visit OceanicCAP.com slash plans for details on how our financial planning team can help you. It's Can Can, over 50 years of endless deals. Find endless deals at ShopRite's Can Can sale. Going on now. You can't miss it. Hello, and thank you so much for tuning in to Destiny Talk. Today we're going to be discussing and kind of having a thought about um, God filling us up and Him restoring our altar. Are we restoring our altar and putting ourselves down as a sacrifice unto God, just holy and acceptable unto Him, to let Him know that we do still love Him, we want Him in our lives, and that we haven't given up. Because right now we're crying, we're asking questions, we're saying why, we're saying what and when and how. Because I was this and now I've been shrunk down to this. The battle is harder. The communication feels like it's not there. But God is saying stick with your altar. Stick with who you are in me and spiritually he'll continue to fill you up. He'll continue to communicate with you and let you know the troubles the things that you're passing through he'll even show you how to get out of them and that's when we lay everything on the altar before him whether it be in tears whether it be in moaning whether it be in speaking in your heavenly language but you are constantly communicating with God concerning the issues of your life. So let us pray. Father, we thank you right now, O oh God. We give you praise, glory, and honor. God, we release ourselves to you during this time. We begin to allow you to open up our minds and our hearts and our eyes spiritually to see, to hear, and to listen and grab hold of what you're telling us in this time. Father, we need you right now because our heart and our spirit, man, is crying out to you for help. It's crying out, oh God, that you would open doors for us and shut the ones that are not of you oh God because we want your will to be done and we know that sometimes hard on the flesh because the flesh wants it wills to be done but God we release ourselves to you right now we pour it all out on the altar we lay it down on the altar oh God and we seek your face today speak to us oh God that we may grow in you and live that life that you are requiring in Jesus name. Amen. So as we go into Job. And we know that Job went through a lot of things. Um, all because he was living a life before the Lord. And that he sacrificed unto the Lord. Just in case his children did something wrong. He wanted to make sure that he was on that altar. Placing things on the altar before the Lord. Protecting his children. And because of that, in Job 1 and 7, it says, So 
went Satan forth from the presence of the Lord and smut Job with sore boils from the sole of his foot until his crown. And he took him a scraper and scraped himself and he sat down among the ashes. Then his wife said to him, Doest thou still keep thine integrity? Curse God and die. And he said unto her, Thou speakest as one of the foolish women. What, what shall we receive good at the hand of God and shall not receive evil? In all this did Job not sin with his lips. Now this is the position God wants us to take. When the trials begin to come, when things begin to hit us hard and it's coming in like a flood, when Pharaoh is behind you and you don't know, no matter what, if you go left, right, back, forward, Pharaoh has cornered you. What do you do in your daily life when these things begin to happen? Well, God is saying before those things happen, already have your altar in place, already have your prayer life in place, already have the word of God in place. So when you come up against Pharaoh, when you come up against the enemy's attack, when you come up against your strongholds and the demonic oppressions, you have everything already in place. And he will continue to feel you that you will make, he will make a way of you to escape from it. But sometimes we have left the altar because the pressure becomes so bad within us and without and around us that we forget God, the main source. And we try to fix it and do it on our own. We think that we're the answer and not God because we're thinking God is in heaven and we're on earth. So we have to solve it ourselves. But that's not the walk of faith that's the walk of materialism trying to make material but when you walk by faith you believe things that you don't see will come to pass you believe things that are not present but will be present because you're constantly on the altar of the Lord so when we build that altar before God and he tells us hey I want you to build your altar in the closet I want you to build your altar in the living room in the dining room and wherever that altar is you want to make sure you keep it pure and you make it clean before God and don't do anything else there because you presented that altar for God. And and the Bible says that Job always went to the altar to sacrifice just in case they did something they didn't have any business doing. And that's how we even cover our own children is by going to the altar on their behalf, making sure that they're staying in alignment with God and the spirit of God to always look up to God for the things that they need. So when Job went through this and the boils began to come because he had already sacrificed, he had already praised, he had already communicated with God, he stood his ground even with the woman that he loved with everything said curse God and just die you look terrible you look horrible why are you keeping your integrity with God he let this happen to you so what why are you doing this when all you have to do is go ahead and let this go and he said no I'm not gonna let this go because of what I'm going through because I know my redeemer lives and if you talk to him daily you don't have a doubt in your heart in your spirit man that God is there for you so when you're going through and when I'm going through if we have our altar 
every day that time, even if it's 15 minutes an hour 30 minutes give God that time on that altar that you have designated to him give God that time of prayer praise and worship thanksgiving letting him know that he can fill you up with his word he can fill you up with the anointing with his power whatever he wants to fill you up with you let him know i'm laying here oh god as a sacrifice unto you take me and and do your will in my life and then you begin to grow through the word of god because the only way you're going to know that god is real is through his word it's not by prayer only will I have a good prayer life but do you read the word of God to get to know who he is because it's good to pray but when you put prayer and the word together that's where that strength come that's where that fill up is going to come because you gain your knowledge because he said we we suffer because of lack of knowledge of who he really is we have an understanding of God but we don't have a personal walk a personal knowledge of who he is so when somebody do come to you and say curse your God and die that word kicks in and says but I know my redeemer lives that word will kick in and combine with your spirit man and begin to all of a sudden empower you to know that God is able he who has promised is able so when you hear the negative feedback you can confidently say to yourself I know he lives but if you're not in the word if you don't have that altar if you don't have that that relationship then you are gonna fall you are gonna listen to the negativity that you should curse your God and die you are gonna question who God really is and if he's even real you are gonna sit back and cry and say why did you leave me why did you forsake me you are gonna sit there and say I give up because I knew you were gonna do this to me I knew you weren't gonna back me up and I tried to live a good life, God, but I'm done. That's when you don't have the word of God and altar and prayer incorporated into your life and fasting and praying. It's not about how perfect you are. It's about the relationship with God. It's about the communication with God. Now, if you sit there and you say, God, I don't know how I'm getting out of this. I need this by tomorrow. God, I don't know how this sickness will be dissolved and healed in my body. But you begin to let him know, God, I'm going to trust you. Because it's faith that pleases God. And then when it's over, your prayer is over, you can say, God, I want to please you. So I'm going to hold on by faith because I want to please you. And when you begin to speak those words to God, he knows within your spirit that you're serious. He knows that you are not going to curse him and just die, but that you are going to fight along with him and his word that guarantees you victory. Because one thing we have to realize is that God has already walked through this whole battle and he completed it and finished it before you got into it. So you don't really have to worry about if the battle is going to be won because it's already won. All you're doing is walking through with the word of God. So you're holding the word of God. You're holding up in your altar and you're holding on to everything that you know about God personally through his word through his testimony through testimonies whatever it's going to take you're holding on to that because God has already walked through the battle 
and won the battle for you, even though it's tough, even though you do want to give up, even though it's painful. He's saying, hold on to what you know. It doesn't even matter how big your faith is because he said, even if it's the size of a mustard seed, But when we combine that little mustard seed of faith with the word of God, with prayer and with fasting, it becomes bigger in the in the supernatural now, because in the natural, you, you, you got to wait for it to be groomed and processed and all that other stuff. But when you are doing a mustard seed by faith and you have the Holy Spirit, and you have the Word of God, and the power and the anointing of God, you don't wait on a process for supernatural things. All God has to do is speak. We need that touch from God. But if you are looking for a process, the battle takes longer. But when you put your supernatural into the natural and and allow God to cover the natural and show more supernatural, then that little mustard seed will work for you. And it will God will begin to show you how much of faithful He is in your life. So whatever it is you are going through, instead of complaining, create an altar before the Lord. And get your altar and lay there and say, God, I'm the sacrifice today. I don't know what to do. My tears are more than my joy. Open up to me the word. Open up to me in prayer as I begin to speak with you, O God. I am the sacrifice today. And we begin to repent And ask him to come into our lives. And he will begin to show us who he really is on a daily basis. And our relationship will continue to grow. Because in Psalms 91, it says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And that we can take refuge. We can trust him. To take care of us and to deliver us. In verse 3. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler. And from the noosome pestilence. So do we want to take care of something that's a supernatural issue? Or do we want God to take care of our supernatural issues? Because we as flesh don't understand the supernatural. We only understand the flesh. But when we allow God to fight the supernatural for us, victory is guaranteed. It may be a process or it may be an overnight victory. That discussion is between you and God and your prayer time, your fasting and laying it before God on the altar. God, I need a raise or I need a promotion. I'm laying it down on the altar. God, I got an eviction notice. God, I got a repo notice. I'm laying it down on the altar. Give me directions, God, on which way I need to go. God, cancer has hit my body. Diabetes is growing. God, brain, eyes, whatever is going on. God, I lay this diagnosis at the altar. Instruct me. As I read your word, feel me, 
just fill me with your oil, O Lord, that I will continue to trust you and I will continue to gain what a knowledge of who you are in my life and the supernatural that you carry that these doors will be opened up for me. This healing will come for me. Oh God, I'm laying it down at the altar. Fill me up with who you are. Fill me up. Oh God. And, and, and just abide in his presence and he will show you that he is your refuge and that he will deliver you from the snares of the enemy so no matter what attacks you at night in the daytime or whatever go to God about it not to your neighbors your friend your family or nobody who can only tell you in this in the natural what you should do but these are supernatural instances that are coming up in our lives right now that God needs to handle because it's between him and the enemy, the devil, in order for you to get your victory. It's not between you and Mary at work. It's not between you and David at work. It's between God and the devil. Take it to God. Let him do it. Let him do the battle. Let him Take it all under control as you lay it all down in the altar of whatever you place it, whatever the words are between you and God, whatever is going on, allow God to take over and pour his oil upon what you need for him to do. Now, as we begin to look at Hannah, Hannah was before the Lord in 1 Samuel. And she wanted a child. And she began to lay herself on that altar in prayer about this thing. And Elkanah thought that she was drunk. And he saw that she was upset. He saw that her lips were moving and she was saying nothing. Her husband, Elkanah, I'm sorry. But she went to Eli, the priest, and laid on the altar. And he saw that she was praying without words and crying out to God. And when he began to see it, he thought that she was drunk. And she was just praying before the Lord very quietly. And when he approached her, he said to her, You're drunk. How long do you plan to keep this up? Sober up, woman. And that was all he understood in the natural but he had to go into the spiritual in order to tell her about what's going on. In 15 and 16, Hannah said, oh no, sir, please, I'm a woman brokenhearted. I haven't been drinking, not a drop of wine or beer. The only thing I've been pouring out is my heart, pouring it out to God. Don't for a minute think I'm a bad woman. It's because I am so desperately unhappy and in such pain that I've stayed here so long. Eli answered her, go in peace and may the God of Israel give you what you have asked him. These are the types of answers we need when we come off of the altar, the altar of a broken heart. When you put that heart, a broken heart on the altar, God, your redeemer will fix it for you. When you begin to put everything that you're concerned with on the altar, God can help you. But we want to always, in our own nature, fix it 
ourselves because that makes us feel empowered. That makes us feel like we're actually doing something by faith. But we have to understand the results that we want. We want a supernatural result for a natural situation. And the only way to do that is to abide in the secret place of God and take him at his word for whatever we need from him. Whatever you're going through, if you would just lay it down at the altar and just say, God, fill me up. Fill me up, O God, with everything that is within you poured into me. Because we need him right now in these times of trouble if we've ever needed him before. And we need to, if we have not been on the altar, we need to rebuild our altar. And how do we do that is going back to the things that we used to do before the Lord. The things that we loved meeting with God early in the morning. We loved praying and listening to the word of God. We loved talking with him. And we loved getting his response on the things that we needed from him. But when we left that altar, now we have to rebuild it. Now we have to go before the Lord and repent that we even allowed it to go away. That we allowed to be distracted from that altar that we built for him. And as we do that, things will begin to get more aligned spiritually. Things will begin to come together and we'll be able to communicate with God again. We'll be able to sit down at his feet on our altar and begin to speak with him concerning supernatural things and things that our destiny hold for us. And that's what he wants from us. He wants our altar rebuilt. And sometimes, you know, we feel like, oh, let me, you know, you, we cry over it because we know that we should have, you know, been in more communications with God. We know where we left the altar. We know, but he wants us to rebuild it. In First Kings 18 and 30, it says, then Elijah said to all the people, come here to me. They came to him and he repaired the altar of the Lord. Which had been torn down. And then he strategically began to put things together. That represented who God is in their lives. And that's what we have to do. Build our altar back. God your representation of prayer. Holiness. Your representation of my communication. You know. Everything, your music, your songs that I sing to you, oh God, I want to rebuild that altar back. God, when I sit there on bended knees before you and I allow my tears to flow at the altar, that way when I get up, I feel better. I have answers. I have direction. My destiny will be fulfilled because I've spent time at the altar. And I rebuilt the altar because when I strayed away and I got two jobs, when I strayed away and got married or had children, and I kept saying, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow, and tomorrow never came, and it's five years later. So when we rebuild that altar unto the Lord, we are, we can go and get on the altar when the children are asleep. We can get on the altar while the husband is at work or while he's asleep. 
we can place that time before the Lord and say, Lord, I may not have a lot, but what I do have, I'm going to rebuild the altar that I had with you. I'm going to rebuild that altar that commit itself to you. And I'm going to be the sacrifice. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to believe what's going on. Because we want to please God by faith. We want to walk by faith. But the only way we can do that is through communication with the Holy Spirit. Through the Holy Spirit with God. Communicating his knowledge of what he said. Repeating it back to him in prayer. And standing in authority for who he is in our lives. And what he has promised us. So rebuild your altars today that God may be welcomed into your life and when you beget that negativity in your life like you don't have time for that that you know you have this to do you have that to do and when people around you are saying what are you doing why are you doing it why are you fasting all the time why are you carry your bible to work with you why do you pray on break you know when you begin to hear all those words it can either sink into your spirit or you can rebuke that and go and continue to pray and communicate with God. And you won't listen to the vain words that people are saying. And you won't intake all of that into your spirit. Because when Job's friends began to speak to him, he began to let them know in six chapter 16 and 2, He said to them, I have heard many such things. Miserable comforters are you all. And we have those group of people in our lives that only speak about what they can see or as far as they can see. And can never encourage you with the word of God. Can never encourage you with the right prayer. Can never encourage you to do anything but curse your God and die. Because you are not getting that car back. You are going to be evicted and not have any place to stay. You probably will die from whatever disease you have or diagnosed issues received. You don't want to be around those type of people. So guard you and your altar that you will be able to communicate with God no matter how tough it gets. No matter how in your feelings are hurt. But that you can always do like Hannah and just cry before the Lord on the altar concerning your broken heart concerning the things that you are concerned about because God is concerned about whatever it is you're concerned about because we want to be an expression of God's glory and and his beauty we want to look like him we don't want to look like our pain we don't want to look like our past we don't want to look like a, a terrible future but we want to represent Christ and look and have the expression upon our lives of his beauty and his glory and the only way we get that is by restoring our altar or getting an altar in place That we can pray to the Lord, gain knowledge of him, receive his blessings, connect to our destiny, and leave the earthly platform alone as we sacrifice ourselves with praise and worship. And we create that portal for God to come down and hear us and get into, allow us into his secret place. And there we will meet with him because we can be able to walk by faith when we know who God is in our lives. We can begin to acknowledge who he is 
when we begin to walk by faith in him. So I encourage you today that no matter what you're going through, no matter how impossible it seems, we want to please God by walking by faith. And every day we should say, God, I want to please you today in my life. I want to be strengthened by your word today. And have the Holy Spirit just come down and give you that knowledge that you need to direct you in everything that you're going through and everything that you want God to do. Because he is here to fill us up. He wants to fill us up. His desire is to fill us up. But if we never come to him, our oil will continue to run dry. If we never have an altar to dedicate it only to him, where are we praying at? Are we just picking spots to pray? Is there not a designated place where we meet with him every day? 15 minutes, 10 minutes, an hour, 30 minutes. Give him some time because eventually it's going to grow. Because as he reveals himself to you, your spirit will become hungry because it's connecting to the spirit realm. Your flesh won't like it, but your spirit man will say, Hey, you remember yesterday we went at four o'clock and we talked to God? Let's do that again today. And you're excited about it. And then it'll grow. And then it'll be 30 minutes. Your spirit man will say, Hey, I want to go and talk to, to God again today. And eventually everything will fall into place as you rebuild your altar before the Lord. So I encourage you today to allow God to do that in feeling and to pour and to flow and to have your cup just overflowing with the knowledge of who he is through the Holy Spirit. And that you will be on fire for him because as you allow him to pour and overflow flow into you it won't be hard to ignite whatever God is doing in your life because you're already full and you're already overflowing now connect that with the word of God and with your prayer life and you will ignite immediately it won't take years and months and days for that ignition to come but it will come immediately because you're already in destiny you're already communicating you're already in fellowship with Christ so therefore that's when the overflow and the head anointing begins because you're already there with your altar so just allow God to tell you where he wants the altar and 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 the prayer time or just whatever when he wakes you up at three o'clock in the morning (laughs) at four o'clock in the morning whatever time he wakes you up make time to spend that with God and it'll become a process because you're not used to it but eventually you will wake up on habit to communicate with your Lord and Savior so right now we just thank God for your week that you have gone through and the next week that you're going to go through with your you know with happy Thanksgiving before the Lord and praising and worshiping him but just remember as of today That you will put that altar in place. No matter where you put it. Make that your designated spot. For you and God. To communicate with each other. Starting today. And watch your overflow. Begin to happen. Through the word of God. Through praise and worship. Father we thank you right now. Oh God we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. But God we commit ourselves to you this week. Unto you oh God. That we may get to know you more spiritually and that our spirit man will connect with you and align us with our destiny and with your purpose and will that thou will be done 
on earth as it is in heaven. Father, we thank you right now. For we love you and we know, O oh God, that your hands will be upon us this week. And we, you will show us and have us to have encounters with you concerning destiny, concerning purpose in our lives. And who you are and what your voice actually sounds like when you speak to us, O oh God, that we may know your voice. So, Father, we thank you right now. We love you and we give you praise and we rebuke the enemy from anything going on this week negative in our lives, in our body, in our finances, oh God. But we stand in authority. Even if we only know half of the scripture, God, we will stand in authority with that. And that we will continue to grow and pour ourselves on the altar and present our issues on the altar before you. Because after a while, when we begin to grow, our altar will not be about petitions, but it will be about loving you and caring for you. And it will be about communication with you, God. But as we take the process, as we take the baby steps to learn these things, oh God, we thank you right now for teaching us through your word how to grow in you and with you. We give you praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' name. Amen.